I want you to take a moment and open up your website. Well, not if you're driving. If you're driving, imagine your website. What is the story that you're telling there? Is it all about your journey as a photographer, your style, maybe your list, some awards and achievements? There's a portfolio page, obviously, and probably a pricing page too, or investment, if you fancy. <laughs> Essentially, what I'm asking is, is your website all about you? If the answer is yes, it might be time to consider a different approach. Have you heard of StoryBrand? It's this really popular and proven marketing strategy that helps businesses to clarify their message and build a sales funnel into their website. There's a seven part framework and basically you cast your clients as the hero rather than your website being all about you. Your website instead is telling a story that your client can relate to. Sounds intriguing, right? We interviewed website expert and certified story brand guide Ryan Toth of ClearBrand to find out more about this powerful framework and how pet photographers like you and I can use it to improve our websites. Welcome to the Pet Photographers Club with your hosts, Caitlin and Kirsty. Tune in as experts share their insights to help grow your business with higher sales, creative marketing, and kick arse business strategies. Now on to the show. And I, I think I should mention, even though I'm not necessarily a pet photographer, I do have three dogs. <laughs> Good. You get bonus points for all of them. <laughs> well, I studied uh, religion and philosophy in school. And it, there's this thing with religion and philosophy is you're, you're dealing with a lot of confusing topics. So basically, I just spent all of my time taking confusing things and communicating them in a clear way. That was all that I did. And I fell in love with this. And over the years as I was um, leading, managing, working in different companies, I began to notice these similarities between communication and between marketing. And really it's this same idea of just taking confusing things and communicating them in a clear and compelling way. And so that's where uh, StoryBrand comes in is they uh, use these specific proven storytelling techniques to take whatever you're saying and then turn it into this really clear message. And that clear message typically grows people's businesses. And we've seen that with, with all of our clients at ClearBrand. Um, on average, we see about a 10x uh, return on revenue. That's insane. I mean, 10 times, that's, uh, that's fantastic. I mean, you must just get so excited even still um, when, you, when you get feedback like that, Ryan, I imagine. Oh, yeah. For me... You know, it's hard to be your best self when, you're, when your company's not thriving. And so when I see our clients succeed, that, that's the reason why I show up to work every day. That's the reason why I get out of bed. You know, so I absolutely love it. I think a lot of the listeners can uh, can definitely resonate with that. So let's just backtrack um, a little bit. Uh, you mentioned story brand. Maybe you could just give like a very clear um kind of idea to the listener of of what that actually is that framework absolutely so the the thing with stories and not a lot of folks know this and i i hate if you haven't heard this i hate i hate to ruin stories for you <laughs> i think we all when we listen to a story we think wow like that storyteller it, it they just have this in their soul you know they just kind of this story just flows out of them but the truth is stories are actually based on structure. They're based on formulas. And you see this in like Marvel movies, for example. They are such an incredible example because it's, you know, at this point, there's over 20 movies. 
They're all incredible. They've all made like a billion dollars or more. And we, through that, we see, okay, this isn't just, we're just not throwing noodles at the wall and hoping that it works. You know, they've mastered that formula. So coming back to StoryBrand, um, Donald Miller is the founder of StoryBrand. And what he did, he, he wrote books. He was an author for a long time. One of his books was made into a movie. And in that process, he, he learned all of these formulas and like the a- different aspects of a story. And he said, you know what? I think this can work for companies. So he took that exact same formula that Marvel movies, that blockbuster movies use. He simplified it and made it really easy for companies to apply to their marketing. So there's seven parts to it. And what you want to do is um, go through the seven parts in order. And if you do that, Your customers know what you're talking about. But then because you're inviting people into a story, they actually buy more. The the climactic scene of that story is them purchasing. And so if you're able to hook them in the beginning, just like, you know, you sit down to Netflix and you watch the first five minutes of a movie. If it's not good, you're going to leave. People do that on your website too. But if you sit down and you watch the first five minutes and it's really good, you'll watch the next five minutes. And if that's good, you'll watch the next 20 minutes. And then by the end, you're, you're like, okay, this was incredible. And that's what we want on your website. And the StoryBrand framework is what empowers us to do that consistently on your website and the websites of our clients. Mm-hmm. You know, um, it, it really, for me, it's really clear. Once you see a StoryBrand website, it's like very easy to recognize them. And I actually did the reverse. I was um, building my new website and started looking around at other websites for inspiration. And I recognized that I kept I kept pausing on certain websites and being like, gee, this website is just so clear and easy to understand. Like I know exactly what they're offering, even if it wasn't a photographer, you know, it was any, any website. And uh, then I was showing my husband like a few different photography websites. And I was like, oh, I'm, I'm thinking I might do my website in this style. And then he kept doing the same thing as me on the same websites. He kept saying, you know, oh, this one is so clear to understand. I love that it's like in this order, you know, because we were di- dissecting it to try to work out how to design my new one. And eventually I realized um, by kind of reverse searching, you know, after, you know, who designed this website, et cetera. They were all, um, every single one, and I kept saying, like, this is so clear to follow and I understand what they're doing. They were all story brand um, framework. Wow, and, uh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's so cool. And now I'm, like, trying to put that into my website, but that's a, another story. And um, anyway, so it's definitely, it definitely shows through and uh, from your results, it's obviously working. So maybe you can give us some like uh, examples. I mean, this is audio. So obviously the listener isn't looking at a screen right now, but if, if we were looking at a website right now, like what kind of format are we looking in, looking at that follows this uh, story brand framework? Right? Yeah. Well, I, I, let's, I think it's a little bit easier to start with, uh, a movie first, you know, everybody's seen okay. a movie. And so even if we're picturing a, a website, that can be uh, tough. So let's start with a movie. So something like um, Finding Nemo. Okay. So we have, in that movie, we kind of have two main characters, Nemo and Marlin. And the first thing that happens in a movie, you've got about three minutes to really tell the viewer 
what does the main character want and what's the problem? And you really have to communicate both of those early on. So in Finding Nemo, um, Marlin, you know, the very first scene is uh, his wife, I guess, being eaten. We find out he just wants to keep his family safe. That's what he wants. That's all that he wants. But there's a problem. His desire to keep his family safe is actually pushing Nemo away. It's stifling. It feels like a cage. So now we have this problem. And so Nemo wants to be free. And so his problem is actually Marlin's rules and Marlin's safety. And so we have both of those communicated in those first five minutes. And so we can kind of pause there and then go back to a website. And what we want to do on a website is start with those exact same principles. So in in a movie, you get about three or five minutes to really hook an audience on your website. You get three seconds. And of course, there's a a foundational layer here of your website's actually got to load really fast. And if somebody sits there and and that three seconds is just loading the whole time, they're going to leave and they're not even going to look at what you got. So we got to have a, a fast loading website, but then when once it loads, um, you've got about three seconds to tell somebody what you do and why it matters to them. So not why you think you're great, right? Because here's the big key of story brand that a lot of companies get wrong. A lot of companies think that they are the hero. They are the main character in the movie, which is not the case because every single person who comes to your website, they are living as the main character in their own life. So if they come to your website, you're telling them how you make their life better. And they see that in those first three seconds of being there, you've hooked them. If I put you completely on the spot, um, I can hear the listener like already screaming at me if I don't like ask you for an example, like that a pet photographer could use for their, their top line. Yeah, so let's let me gain a little bit of clarity here then. So the pet photographer, they are selling to folks who want pictures of their pets. Is that right? Mm-hmm. And I would say commonly the problem that our let's call them our heroes now instead of our clients. Uh-huh. <laughs> um so if we're in the pet photography mindset, um, things like our dogs are getting older um, and suddenly realizing that we don't have any good photos of them. Our dogs are really energetic and move around lots, so it's hard to get a sharp photo of them. Um, we have multiple dogs, so how do we get all of them in a group shot or the classic um, our pets have black fur, so we've never been able to photograph them, that kind of thing. So it's the, I think most of it comes down to the our heroes, our clients not being able to capture on their iPhones the kind of image that they want to remember their pets by in the fleeting time that we have pets in our lives, that kind of thing. First off, that's that's great that's great clarity right there. And I love at the end you got to the exact sentence that I was going to suggest is something along the lines of, you know, remember your favorite moments forever or remember your pet forever. And I think 
one thing to acknowledge at this point is that there is no one right answer, which can kind of make this hard. Each of your listeners is going to have to decide what is this for their clients. And so maybe one of your listeners is uh, focusing specifically on those elderly pets. And so if that's maybe their emphasis, then they could really focus in on those end years or um, those, their customers, their clients would be very aware of the fact that their pet is going to pass away soon. My wife and I have a 16 year old dog. We're convinced this is her last year. So we would be perfect clients. You know, we would absolutely connect with that. We're thinking about that for, for Sammy, for this dog. Now we've got two pups, one's three and one's four. So we wouldn't really be connecting that with them. So depending on what your what somebody's emphasis might be, if they're focusing on the elderly, we want to connect with that. So remember those final years forever might be what we want to go with or, or don't let your pets um, kind of like fade away. And if you're focusing on the puppies, you might say something about remembering uh, your favorite moments or remembering those the, the most vibrant years or something like that. But I think when you use that word, remember, you're really getting at this huge value of photos is, you know, is, is something that you can look back on. And I think people become very aware of this after they've had a pet pass away. Um, the next pet, they're like, you know, I didn't have any, I didn't have any photos of that. The last, the last pet that just passed away. I want to make sure that we have photos of the entire life of this one. Uh, does that kind of make sense? Yeah, definitely, Ryan. And um, as you were saying, like the word, using the word remembering, it's so strong. And I think the other great thing about it is because it's like silent, it's quietly like um, gently, set, you know, putting that seed in their head that um, our pets aren't with us forever without you having to say out, your pets aren't with you forever, which yeah. can lead in a bit of a negative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hopefully your dog dies, get them photographed. It's not the vibe that we want to be putting out there. Right, <laughs> yeah. And I think that also brings up this point of if we suddenly go to, like if we're reading like a doom and gloom story, um, we don't want to be a part of that story. So we leave. So I think that's a really good nuance to point out there, focusing on remembering rather than focusing on your pet's going to die soon, um, that you're still getting all those the good things and you're helping a person visualize, like picturing their dogs running to them with the biggest smiles on their face. That's the moment they're thinking about remembering. Um, so I think that's a great point that you just made. Yep, that makes perfect sense. It is actually something... Um... I don't know if the listener can relate to me, but I've, I've struggled with that in the past. The fine line between the reality of why clients might be hiring us, i.e. their dog is dying, um, and not wanting that doom and gloom story. So I like the reframing it to be a more positive celebration. Um, so, you know, back to the story brand framework, I know we've we've gone through the first step, which is to make your audience a hero. And now the second step, which is to define your audience's problems. Now, I know there's five other steps here. Um, do you want to give us like a brief rundown of what they are? Or what, what comes next? 
Yeah, I think, so we actually have a template that walks through this. If you go to clearbrand.com and then hover over, there's a, in the navigation bar, there's a free resources and there's a free template there and it'll go through this exact thing and you can, it's like Mad Libs. You just fill in the blanks basically. That sounds amazing. That's, that's exactly what I was hoping you might have. Okay, awesome. Thank you. We will put a link to that in the show notes, by the way, guys. On the template that if folks download that, we do have a, there's a results bar. Um, this is technically part of that first section. And what this is doing is it's displaying the results that our clients want. So when we're talking about results in terms of a pet photography business, is that something as simple as just showing a lot of photos or are we, you know, describing the session experience? What would we be doing Yes, on a photography website, you're going to want to show a ton of pictures because you're, tell, you're, you're showing this is the solution. This is how I can help you. So lots of pictures. But I also really like to explicitly state what your solution is. And so maybe that is um, as simple as I take pictures of you and your pet in your happiest moments. You know, it can be that simple. You're telling the reader or the viewer that you take pictures. And then you have all these pictures around showing off what those pictures look like. And then what they're doing, and you're not just showing, you know, of course it has to be pictures of pets. It has to be pictures of these like happy pets because any website viewer is now, when they look at those photos on your site, they're imagining themselves and their own pets in photos like that. So we want to make sure that we're displaying um, those same results that that people want. So Ryan, just to clarify, sorry, um, and for the listener who I'm going to guess has pressed pause and then jumped on your website and downloaded this template and is looking at the template while they listen to the interview now, um, that's what I recommend doing, guys, if you haven't already. <laughs> um, the problem section, I'm looking at it now, the fantastic template, the problem section, Do you, are you wanting, are you suggesting that the photographer should actually write like this is your problem or you're suggesting that they write this is the solution? So, so yeah, there's a, it, it goes problem and then solution. So those will be two separate sections on the site. Got it. Okay. So the guide so the- statement is solution then. Well, we kind of we kind of skipped the guide section in the conversation here. Um, the guide section is all about trust, mm-hmm. and that can go before your solution or it can go after. The template has it before. That works really good for coaches, uh, people who they themselves are the solution. I mm-hmm. like to have the guide section. That's and, and for the listener, the guide section is where you build trust. Um, so for a photographer, I mean, that's mostly going to be your pictures. So yeah. you don't really need a lot in that section because if your website viewer likes your photos, that has built trust. Um, mm-hmm. So that's why I skipped it in our conversation here. For coaches, that's where it goes. But for something like this, I think we can either skip it, just use the photos, or we can put it after we talk about the solution. Okay, that makes sense. And I guess the important thing there is if you're going to skip the, including the guide statement, then your images need to really strongly match your, and they should anyway, I suppose, your message. Like as you were saying earlier, if you're talking about remembering 
your pet in the happiest moments, then all of the photos should look like never sad, somber photos of pets, I assume. Exactly. Yeah. And it's that same basic idea. A wedding photographer wouldn't have photos of newborns on their website. Your photos need to line up with the words that you're saying. So if you're talking about the happiest moments, photos are happiest moments. If you're talking about those, the end of life years, you know, getting the photos before the dog passes, then the photos would be of kind of, I mean, you know, these elderly, scruffy, the the dogs that have that maturity, they're not um, wide-eyed anymore. They have that kind of pleasant, there's this calmness that comes with those elderly dogs. And that could be the results that your clients are after as well. So we start off with what our client wants, what they're looking for, then we can show them how we provide that up to us, whether or not we want to actually go into, I feel like for me personally, I would want to show my face and a little bit about me rather than just show the images. I think it's a really personal service that we're providing. Would that go into the guide sort of section? Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, good, good catch. So you could put a photo of you up in the very top section, the first section that loads when somebody comes to your website, but you would want to be showing uh, your, your client's success even in that moment. So if you wanted to put yourself up there, I would see maybe you can get a picture. You can have somebody else take a picture of you taking a picture of people with their pets, for example. So you're still showing your client's success, even if you're going to show yourself in that top section. But mm, great behind the scenes photo probably would be perfect then. Something like that, yeah. And it, the pets are having a good time, and the clients are having a good time, and you're smiling. There's this there's this thing that happens when we see somebody smiling that we smile a little bit, and it actually releases oxytocin, which is this brain chemical. It's the same chemical that's released when you hug somebody. So when you see somebody smiling or even like a pet smiling, for example, you know, you smile a little bit, you've got this, this incredible brain chemical of trust and connection going, and then your web viewers associate that with you and your website. Mm-hmm. And actually, Ryan, just quickly before we move along, just making me think about that top banner image of behind the scenes photo. The other option for a lot of our listeners who are um, selling finished product wall art a lot of the time, so like a frame picture or a frame canvas on the wall, um, that would also be a great photo to go there. It doesn't have to be if you're trying to sell, if you're trying to sell through your website, not necessarily the experience itself, but more the final product, then um, maybe like you handing this amazing wall art to the client would be a great behind the scenes option too. So really make sure that whatever, I guess what you're saying, Ryan, is whatever your biggest message is, is what has to be the focus there Um, and not to mix messages, right? Yeah, I love that. Yeah, it's that success. It's that how do they want the end of the story to look? So just touching base quickly with that seven step story brand framework again, we've we've done number one, we've made our audience the hero. It's not all about us, it's about our client. We've defined their problems, for example, that their pet might be getting older, passing away soon. We've become the guide with the solution, our incredible photography um, and the products that we sell. So I assume that the natural next steps would be to start you know, 
telling people what to do next, telling our clients what to do next, a call to action, that kind of thing. Let's pause this interview here because we're right on time for wrapping up the first part. Thank you so much, Ryan. Um, and then we can dive into the second half of this framework and how we actually start to, you know, properly close the deal, I guess, with our clients. We'll, we'll do that in the extended version of this episode. So if you are a member of the Pet Photographers Club, you can head into the member zone and listen to the second half of this interview with Ryan. If you're not a member of the club yet, what are you waiting for? We would love to have you. You can head on over to the petphotographersclub.com forward slash join to find out more about becoming a member. It is only $10 a month and you get loads of perks like access to the extended episodes. Um, before we do dive into that, Ryan, I know that you have that awesome template that we've been chatting about, which we will put a link to where you can go ahead and download that in the show notes. So head over to the petphotographersclub.com forward slash podcast forward slash 0908 for season nine, episode eight to access the show notes, guys. Um, so yeah, we'll have a link to the direct download there. I know that Ryan is also putting together a special offer specifically for you guys, our listeners. So we will have all the details for how you can grab a coupon code if you want to work with Ryan on your website. Um, but yeah, maybe you could just explain a little bit about that service and everything before we dive into the second half of the story frame framework, sorry, brand framework rather um, for the extended episode, Ryan. Yeah, there's a couple things. So if you downloaded that template, um, you're actually going to get access to a free webinar that shows you how to use it. And we're going to go through um, how to use that template to upgrade your website uh, for free. And so you're going to receive an email about that after you download the template. Now, another, if, another thing that we will help you with is maybe you don't have a website yet or you don't like the website that you have. Uh, we actually have created a fully pre-built, optimized, mobile-friendly website that includes five pages. It includes a homepage, a services page, an about page, blog, and contact, all fully pre-built, all optimized. And it follows, each page follows this framework. So you can go buy that fully pre-built website. It comes with a free online course that teaches you exactly how to edit every single section on the site, how to add your content, how to change the fonts so that they match your brand, how to change the images, the colors, things like that. So that's going to save you a ton of time. And that's what the PPE Club discount is for. You're going to get 20% off that pre-built website. Amazing. Thank you so, so much, Ryan. Okay, guys, um, we will wrap up that first half of the episode here, but definitely tune into the extended episode if you want to hear more about what we start doing um, next. Basically, we're only halfway through this story brand framework and it is so, so fascinating. I'm definitely inspired to have a look at my own website and see what changes I can start implementing based off everything that Ryan has been teaching us today. So thank you, Ryan. Thanks for listening to the Pet Photographers Club. To subscribe to the podcast, check out other episodes, and keep up to date, head to thepetphotographersclub.com.